This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. Yeah. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, April 13th. 2023. Sarah, Vinny, Alex, and Brittany. How you doing? Um, I want to jump right in. I got a couple, I have a couple things I've been kind of meaning to get to. This one, I don't know, Vin, this is up to you if you take this to heart or not. Some dietitian wrote in. I don't know if you were asking about this, but here's their unsolicited advice. Let Vinny know if his triglycerides were high. It could be an indicator he's eating too many refined carbohydrates. That must be what the doctor saw in his labs. I thought you said you were fine. When you eat too I many did carbs, great. No, there was the back up there on the carbs, right? Yeah, the doctor said I need you to lay off the carbs, and she had asked me, you know, what is, how are things, and I and I absolutely admit to anybody who needs to know, I eat too much macaroni. I in our house, it's one of those, it's the weirdest thing, and I'm not saying this because I would never want my daughter to hear this and think, oh, they're bummed out because I have you know a, a health challenge, but my daughter has a health challenge. And so we, everything is aimed at that kid. Yep. She, we're all feeding her whatever it takes. And then the rest of us are like, I'll just eat some mac and cheese. I don't got any time for making myself stuff. So that's what ends up happening. I don't know if most people who deal with whatever health challenge are also exhausted by it and find themselves just going, I'll just eat whatever. I don't even care. Well, it, it be, when it becomes all about the one person in your house who can't tolerate because you can't even have that stuff, and you certainly don't want to eat it in front of the kid either. Right. That's when garage pizza becomes a thing. Right. You know? So Here's it ends up being this quick thing that I can shove in my head hole when no one's looking. And so that's what I end up doing. I, I've got to do better, though, period. And my wife is also feeling that sort of pinch. Like, we're both two people who love to exercise we take we try we have tried to take care of ourselves and we've done bad jobs on both both ends so without letting up the effort on our daughter's behalf we have to do better on our own behalves so that's yeah. what it just comes down to and triglycerides yes it's it's pasta and i talked it's to carbs. my doctor it's, about that they I say know that. refined carbs there mm-hmm. you go so this Thank person you. is offering you advice if you want it it sounds like you've you've gotten the message already yeah. I'm going to move that to the Thank you, though. 
Um, I would be interested if somebody had, uh, you know, access to Isla's thoughts on her mom and dad. You know, somebody, if somebody could find yeah, her, that'd be cool. find some audio. Alex, of her. see if you can find. That. That'd be super fun to just hear. You know, I can hear just what pause the show while you go find it, Brent. <laughs> yeah, when, while she while she catches. <laughs> She catches them out there in the garage, you know, (laughs) eating ice cream by the gallon. Oh, Bryn, don't you love Sarah's great ideas? (laughs) She's full of them, man. I just love it. I think it's great. I just love when she makes an appearance on the show. Her and Edie. I mean, Edie is downright mean. So, so is this not happening? What's what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hint, and you're not gonna turn the effing machine on oh that's right this... i'm here what <laughs> just wondering how it's going with your dad hiding food that he's eating from you every once in a while i do see him hopping from behind the garbage can with his chubby butt kind of chubby chubby dad bod you know family stuff <laughs> Are you, Man, ever, are you ever tempted I, I to... Ida's pretty hostile. I she's hostile, too. She, Oh, you must be bending down behind the trash and she's seeing your back biscuits, Finn. You know, uh, what I would respond... I wouldn't nor I wouldn't respond to, you know, Isla like this, but, but fake synthesizer voice, Isla, I would say, I'm eating behind a, a trash can. Give me a goddamn break, Okay. <laughs> Oh, I guess you're saying it's Isla's fault you're behind there. This is what it's come to. I'm making an effort not to eat in front of you. How about you don't come find me all the time? I'm sorry. I love you. She does love you. Of course she loves you. We've given you the kitchen and we're eating behind trash cans. How about you lay off? Yeah, Isla. Yeah, I lay off him. He's starving. All right. See you later, Isla. You you go. All right. We promised we would do some bad advice. Let's get to it before someone yells. Oh, time's up. Well, do you remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about uh, a guy who had a dog barking problem and this dog barks to high heaven. They went over there and the and the people were non respond. They said, we don't even have a dog. It was some bullshit like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So this person. It's it's not the right answer, but it's also not the wrong answer. And it really does sort of depend on the neighbor. So this person has written in how they solved their problems. With oh, the so this barking. isn't the original problem. This, this is, is not the original person problem. With it and what they did. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bryn, while I read this, could you go into the red folder and see if you can find the original dog barking? Yeah, email? sure. Okay. Hey, radio family. I live in an area where I'm literally surrounded by neighbors. I have approximately seven neighbors within a rock's throw of my house. So a densely settled area. Many of my neighbors have barking dogs, but one in particular was a family that lives behind us. So their backyard is my front yard. Not sure how that works. I would think it would be like a backyard to backyard thing, but whatever. I work nights and I sleep during the day. So the constant barking all day long was literally, second use of literally, driving me insane. I thought to myself, I will go over and I will talk to him like a good neighbor. So here's how it went. Me. Hi, I'm your neighbor on your back fence. Your dog barks constantly all day and it's a problem. What can we do to solve this problem? Him, dad of the family. I don't have a dog. 
me. I can see your dog. Your backyard is my front yard. Little white thing never stops barking. Sound familiar? Him. No, I don't have a dog. Me. Let's play, motherfucker. So that day, (laughs) I went down to my local Big Five and I bought two giant boat air horns. And every time the dog barked, I came out of my house, walked the 10 feet to the fence and blew the horn until they brought the dog inside. Wow. Took about five weeks and then they rehomed the dog. Or took it for a Chicago ride. Mm. Uh, Now, granted, several months later, they brought home another barking dog. But they're a lot better about it now. And when the dogs bark, they bring them in. Now, I know I sound like an asshole, but I went to animal control. And you have to have two neighbors complain about the same dog. And you have to write a barking dog log for over a month. And then go to court, which which I would have happily done had I had somebody else in the neighborhood willing to cooperate. My, uh, or corroborate, I guess, my annoyance with the dog barking, but no such luck. So bring on the fucking air horns. Mm. I would definitely give animal control, call animal control and get a report number and maybe a police report also. So it's documented, make sure they write down every time you talk to them, uh, that, but that you went to them and they did nothing. They give zero fucks. Say my name, Betsy. I'm Petaluma. Luma. Luma. I posted, so, uh, I, I pasted that original. I see it there. Yeah. So this is, um, to me, you're asking for someone to come burn your house down. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, honestly, she goes out in her backyard with air horns. Okay. I mean, that's so upsetting. That's that's pretty. It's a lot of work, but it sounds like it got the point across. I do think this. This is something I should mention that people who work nights are fucked from go. They're yep. fucked from go. And You're I don't already mean, at a disadvantage. It is a complete opposite lifestyle that takes a lot of energy to keep up. And and really it's it's I know there are people who like it. I hated it. I absolutely every day was a drag. Like even when I was up during the day, I was tired and worked. And yep. I, people would go, go surfing in the morning. And I'd be like, I'm tired. And I yeah. did, didn't know when to drink the coffee. I'm like, do I have coffee? Uh, it just, so it's hard enough. A barking dog, I can see driving you insane. I get that. Yeah, it is. It's no joke. Whether, even if you didn't work overnights, you know, it, I mean, just that it, it's so, it grates on you. And I liked, as I started reading this, I was like, I actually really like the solution, which is I'm just going to go out back and blast air horns. But now you're the problem. And you think that neighbors, maybe the neighbors were scared of this guy who was like, I don't have a dog. What, what are you talking about? Like, he just wouldn't own that he had a dog. That thing right there that I can see. Like that, I actually started to think, ooh, this could be danger world. Well, I like, admire the stick-to-itiveness. There's, there's, there's a real relentless energy there with the, uh, I will fight back. I am going to defend myself with giant boat air, horns. Boat air horns. Let's wow. play, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but she had to do it for five weeks. Yeah, see, like, that's, that's what incredible. I mean. She really, this person really put the energy into defending her sleepy time. And I get it. You you do go crazy on those hours. It's crazy making. So I don't know what to tell our original writer because she was going bananas too. But this person, this Betsy in Petaluma, does seem to know what the actual process is to 
get them to have to give up the dog? I, or I don't even know what happens. Okay, so you get another neighbor to complain about it too, and you guys go to court and you kept a log for a month. Then yeah, what? Well, they kill yeah, the dog? I don't think so. Exhausting. Yeah, it just sounds like, it almost sounds like there's no answer for it. Oy. Well, the bummer is that there are people, and I, I'm assuming they they had their heart in the right place when they went and rescued this dog. And then, you know, the dog comes home and you find out why the dog was up for adoption in the first place. Uh-huh. Cause it never fucking stops barking. Right. No one ever trained the dog or, or took it to a vet to find out what it is. It anxiety. Is it in pain? What is this dog's freaking problem? So sometimes maybe there's nothing, but other times there's something, you know, the dog comes from having been abandoned or having, Whatever. Right. So, there's always something, right? But there's. You but know, if you're if you gonna have a dog, you gotta be responsible for that. That is your dog. You don't get to say, "I don't have a dog." Nah, you do. You do. It's we right both there, know you do. Stop it. it. Right. And I know Grow you don't want to put any energy out, but then don't get a dog. Like dogs need to be walked. They need to be fed. They need to be pet. They need to be loved. That's their whole thing. Don't have one if you don't have time for all the stuff right. I just mentioned. All of it. Including they're, the training. They're full Another time. thing. Absolutely. A dog that gets worked with all the time and has to, knows who the alpha dog is and it's not them. It, they're great. They're like perfect, awesome pets. And then there's all the other dogs. Me and Willa, my, my lab, we went through, I was with her for 15 years and we went through a lot together. One of the reasons why I was hesitant and kind of against getting another dog is we don't have time for that. Like dogs are a lot of work. When I had Willa, I was all alone. There was nothing that was just, you know, my time was me, Willa and, you know, watching. But for the first couple of years, you were also not really functional. So she got well, a lot no, of, it was the first, a lot of stuff. It, it was when she was a really little puppy that that was happening. The, I was still drinking. Or I should say I was relapsing fairly regularly. So it was hit or miss as to whether I was giving her my full attention or sleeping for four, sleeping for four hours right. at a clip. But the bottom line is, no, I was with her for 15 years. That was the earliest part of right. our time together, right after I left here. And my partner of that time took the dog that I already had. And my response was, I'll go get another one. That right. ma- makes oh, perfect that's, sense. That's what I need right now as I'm going through all of this, a dog to take care of. Right. But How it did end up becoming dog. one of my deepest loves. I mm. loved that dog. And she loved you, too. And she yep. stared at you all day. So I do think if you're not prepared to put the energy into a dog, please don't get one. But the thing is, the, and I think this is the big problem. People think they are ready to put the energy in. Oh, I've thought about this and I'm going to do it and it's going to be great. And I've always wanted a dog and I'm never going to get bored of it. And I'm never going to be resentful that I have to leave the fun thing I'm doing to go home and whiz my dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, some people really are dog people. On the other hand, if you're a single person and you want to make sure that people have to come to you, you there's your built-in excuse. I, I have a dog. I cannot come stay at your house. Right. All right. I'll come and I'll drop my bags. All right. That gets old too, though. Well, it's like I'm just you trying can to bitch be about anything. I mean, I suppose that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, we are just about out of time, but I did want to do this one. I feel like I'm getting a few out of my folder, and then tomorrow okay, we'll go full on. 
brand new, all the way across the sky, bad advice. Good plan. Please let Vinny know that my husband and I, both in our 40s, no kids, watched the movie Puss in Boots on his recommendation, (laughs) and we loved it. And anyone who disagrees with Vinny's recommendation doesn't know what they're talking about. Thank you, Vinny. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. I I really feel like I don't want to ever do a movie review again after all the controversy I stirred up. I did after the fact, after I'd said what I feel about Puss in Boots 2. There's a few things out there, and it's not the first one. It's the second one. But I will say that I looked it up, and on Rotten Tomatoes, they say that it's as good as I say it is. All right. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it it like 98% or something? It was huge, right? It was like Um, almost perfect. It is 95%. 95%. On yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. People love Come it. On. So people do love it. Come on. Maybe people were just trying to, you know, get under your skin. They're trying to pick it apart. Yeah. You know? Well, look, I, cartoons are not for everybody. I'm really in that zone of life right now. And I will absolutely see a cartoon and be like, that's garbage or that's a masterpiece. Right. So for well, me, I love, I love, and I hadn't seen the earlier Puss in Boots. So for me, it was just like, oh my God. This cat is hysterical. I love it. Yeah, I love all the stuff. <laughs> all the stuff. See it. it looks like the animation's kind of cool in it, too. Like a little bit different. Yep, I love yeah. it. So anyway. All right. Well, there you go. It. Puss in Boots, you guys. Don't watch it or do watch it. One or the other. Have a great day. We'll see you back here on Friday. The end.